Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome to Mental Health Awareness Month, where I, Kimberly Durai, your favorite podcast host on Be Encouraged with Kimmy, Let Me Be Your Cheerleader, discuss practical tips on how to manage your mental health as a believer. And this text is coming from Philippians 4 and 6, which says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Before I get into this devotion, I would like to share that in 2014, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder while I was trying to finish my bachelor's degree. And yes, I was saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. (laughs) But God, he literally walked me through on how to take care of my mental health. You see, it was a setup. So let's look at the statistical facts. 19% of millennials in the U.S. say that their mental health was worse in 2020 at the height of the pandemic compared to 2019. And one in five U.S. adults experience mental illness each year. In addition, suicide is the second leading cause of death among people aged 10 to 34. Now that I have shared with you a little bit of my personal testimony and given statistical facts, I want to give you five easy steps on how to manage your mental health as a believer. Number one, just be honest with yourself. In this step, I just want you to show up. I mean, I want us all to reflect on how we have been doing mentally. So ask yourself, are you full of joy and happiness? I mean, be honest with yourself. Are you content and at peace? Do you love yourself by reminding yourself of who God says you are? Or are you depressed and feeling lonely? Are you miserable and feel sad all the time? And are you angry and bitter? Are you overly anxious or emotional? Or is your mood going up and down and back and forth? Whatever the case may be, if we are honest with ourselves, we can receive the help we need. John 8:32 says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The blessing in being honest is healing and it opens the way of communication between the father and us. Remember, God cannot heal what you don't reveal. Amen. Number two, seek God first and then consult a doctor or a wise counsel. You see, this step is a little tricky because some may think that seeking a doctor first is wrong. However, if you are too mentally ill, like I once was, there's nothing wrong with getting help from a doctor first and praying throughout the process. You see, the reality is that praying first is ideal, but some people may need medical attention right away. And at that point, um, saints, I want you all to know that if you need medical attention right away, it is nothing wrong with calling the prayer warriors and intercessors on you on that person's behalf and fasting and praying until that person gets better. But for those who are mentally functional, make sure God is your number one priority when checking in your mental health because God is the one who gives the doctors the ability to do what they do, especially if they're filled with the Holy Ghost. Putting God first in this step will allow God to move and either send a doctor your way or direct your path to the right one for you. But always remember that God is the great physician. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Number three, be obedient. In this step, we should be obedient to the response God gives us, even if he says, do not take the medication, or if he says, take the medication. Remember, life happens in seasons. As a ride-or-die servant of the Lord, 
I want us to know the Bible says in John 2 and 5, do whatever he tells you. So, yes, I'm talking to you, all the ride or die servants out there. While I can go on forever on this step, I must say that medication can be a part of your healing process. It may be a part of it for a short while. And a short while is relative to God because God doesn't wear a watch. Medication can be used as a supernatural healing for the believer. However, don't be hesitant if God tells you to get off. Again, do whatever God tells you to do. You see, my brothers and my sisters, everyone's path is tailor made to their own purpose. Your healing may not look the same as my healing may not look the same as well. But one thing is for sure, God is the same. God is our creator. He is Elohim, and he put people in place to help us, and he is in place to help us. Remember, all things are subject unto him. And so I want us to understand that God is the same as he was yesterday, as he is today, as he will be forevermore. And always remember, no matter how bad the situation looks, Romans 8.28 says that all things work together for the good that love God and are called according to his purpose. So what this scripture means is that no matter what we go through, God is going to use it for his glory, cause us to become more like him and work it out for our good. Hence, that is a promise to the believer. Number four, make meditating on the word a habit. This step is to warn us to not waddle in self-pity, but instead get in his word and meditate on it. Meditation brings peace to our minds. I suggest you find a scripture, chew on it for the rest of the day, not just memorize it, but chew on it. In this case, because we're talking about mental health, I believe Philippians 4 and 8 is most appropriate, which reads, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. This scripture rings med meditation. Most of all, it challenges us to look at the brighter side of things. No matter what it looks like, see yourself coming out of that situation. And if you do nothing else, I mentioned this step, see yourself always as triumphant and victorious in Christ Jesus. And, look, and I just pray that while you're meditating, you're also praying. You're praying about the things that are on your heart. You're making that connection with God. You know what I'm saying? So not only, and meditation can be a form of prayer, and so I just want to make sure that you don't throw out um, prayer itself, but you pray, you meditate, and you fast as God leads you to. Number five, lastly, stay connected to a body of believers. This step is the most important. I think as a believer, we feel ashamed and stigmatized when it comes to mental health, when really achieving success and taking care of our mental health is a challenge to us all. I know during the pandemic we have been we were isolated and at some point or another but I'm here to tell you that your support system is most important when overcoming mental health challenges taken from me as a person who went through and accidentally cut everyone off as a result of what I was going through to my brothers and my sisters please stay connected to family if you don't take anything away from this message don't cut yourself off from friends your church home your spiritual community your neighborhood, your, your neighbors, you know what I mean? Even if it's calling one another and checking in, trust me, you will need them in the long run. And yes, God created us in the likeness of his image, but we are relational beings. And I want you to always remember that when you are in relationship and you are in community with other people, 
Remember that you stand on the shoulders of their prayers. So always involve yourself with the body of believers who are praying, who are fasting, who are interceding for one another, who are even interceding for this world. You know what I mean? Hebrews 10 to 25 says, don't forsake the assembly of ourselves together as a matter of some is, but exhorting one another so much more as ye say the, do the day is approaching. And James 5.16 says, Confess your faults one to another, and pray for one another, that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And the last scripture is, 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 uh, is some things don't come out except by way of fast and prayer. So I want to emphasize to you that don't cut off your accountability partners. Don't cut off your their covenant relationships. Don't cut off your spiritual community. Don't cut off your church home. Don't cut off your neighbors. Don't cut off your family. Don't cut off your friends. Because again, you will need them in the long run. Now let's go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, God, for what you're doing in all of our lives. I bless you, God, and I honor you, God, because this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad that it is Mental Health Awareness Month. I thank you, God, that we are in our right minds to listen to this message, and even I was in my right mind today to give this devotion and to pray to you, Heavenly Father. I thank you, God, that if you did it for me, you can do it for someone else. And I thank you, God, that you are no respecter of persons, that is the same God who rests me so many years ago almost 10 years ago is the same God who can rescue someone else right now in the name of Jesus and I thank you God that you are my hope I thank you God that you are my eternal and everlasting rock and I thank you God that we can call on you any time of the day anywhere that we are because your word says um it says Lord God to look to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help come from the Lord, who is maker of heaven and earth. So I thank you, God, that you are our creator. You created us. You divinely created us as fearfully and wonderfully made and in the likeness of our, in your image, Lord God. And I thank you, God. And I thank you, God, that no matter what anyone is going through who is listening to this, you work all things together out of the counsel of your own will. So I thank you, God, and I bless you, God, that you have a plan for our lives. Your plan is to prosper us, not to harm us, a plan to give us a hope and a future. And I thank you, God, that the sunshine is coming out even in our darkest days, Lord God. I thank you, God, that we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I thank you, God, that you are making all things new. And I thank you, God, that if there's anyone who has a family member or is that person who has a chemical imbalance in their brain, Lord God, I ask that you balance those chemicals right now. And I ask, Lord God, that you uh, regulate our minds back to where it originally was designed to be. I thank you, God, that that things are coming together and they are aligning with your perfect will. So I command this day and I command this week, Lord God, to line up with the perfect will of God and, and your word, Lord God. So I thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And I thank you, God, that you are an awesome God. You are a mighty God. You are just a majestic God and you are matchless and you are sovereign and you are supreme, Lord God. So I thank you, God, and I bless you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Be good to yourselves, family. And remember to manage your health, um, your mental health as a believer, because this is the month where where it has been established for us who have struggled with depression, struggled with suicidal thoughts, struggled with bipolar disorder, struggled with schizophrenia, struggled with schizoaffective disorder, struggled with multi-personality disorder, struggled with so many other things. But if that is you and you need your life to be turned around, Surrender to Christ. 
surrender to Christ. I encourage you, family, to really make that connection with God and really make that connection with our creator and really fast and pray and do the things that will help you as a believer to be at peace with all that is going on in the midst of a storm. Be blessed, y'all. And again, happy Mental Health Awareness Month.